computer. You are recording. Or something so like that. then, like you were saying about the mech guys, um, man, yeah, those guys. Anyway, I don't know about that. I love them. But what you were saying was... You know, some people say, sometimes you, you'll hear it and people will say, we're like, worse than Hitler. And you're often like, oh, come on. <laughs> I think there are times where you just think, no, you're dead on, actually. Anyway, yeah, onto the onto the <laughs> podcast. Um, speaking it's, of, I think it's really more of a boys from Brazil kind of situation where, like, mm. we're just really seeing the fruits of the uh, the uh, Dr. Mengele uh, mm. eugenics program really mm. just taking off in a podcast called in a podcast form um, yeah. based around Middle yeah. Earth games. Yeah, uh, Middle, <laughs> Middle Earth crisis needs to change the crisis to a K. They. They need to go full Warhammer. They need to change the crisis to a K. Uh, not only to differentiate themselves from the punk band that I think is already called Middle Earth okay. Crisis. Great name. And is like, because uh, because you know there's this punk band called Earth Crisis, I'll and pretend, it's like all, yeah. it's about it's about environmentalism. Ah, it's a punk band about environmentalism, and then there's another punk band that's kind of riffing on that. To my understanding, mm. I don't listen to any of these bands. And they just do songs about like Lord of the Rings. It's like it's like punk band Lord of the Rings songs, right? Pretty cool. So in yeah. order to differentiate themselves, the Middle Earth Crisis podcast needs to mm-hmm. go full Warhammer and change the C in Crisis to a K. Got and then they'll even be more the Mac Boys. You see what I'm saying? The Mac yeah. Boys. Mac Boys, yeah. The Mac or Boys. They could even change it to Middle Class Crisis and be MKK. And then change it to like create class crisis and then be KK. Welcome to the realm of fire where I, Brendan, he, him, and my friend Rob, he, him, drop bombs and braggadocio about Games Workshop games. Content warning. This show is grown men dropping heavy-handed takes about toy soldiers. It's not to be taken too seriously. Also, strong language warnings apply. So, anyway. That's, uh, that's like... That's like Krusty's Colossal Carnival right there. That's my that's my wife's favorite yeah. meme. Krusty's oh Colossal Carnival. So good. We went to the football the other day, and um, obviously the police over here don't have guns except for like special occasions, like birthdays. Well, hang on, though. But how, wait, yeah. hang on, hang on. Are you wait? Are you saying that there is a crazy just tie to prime constantly in the streets oh, yeah. of the UK? And that I'm, just, I'm literally just stabbed like, right now. You can't see it, but I'm being stabbed right now. Are people just like running amok mm. through the streets mm. as because I live in America and, yeah. and I've been told fine. that like in order to protect against just like Dennis Hopper character style madness, yeah, the police need to be a paramilitary organization. Yeah, well, you know, the film The Purge, they didn't bother releasing that over here because that's every day, bro. Yes, yes. Yeah, so we were going to the football and there were some police there and they had all the guns and everything. But they're also still just like tubby lads. And then I, I got in my head. But wait, um, what? They did have the guns? Yeah, yeah, they got guns. As I say, they have them for special occasions. Um, oh, like, like football. Football or, <laughs> birth, or your birthday or whatever. Great. Um, okay. And what is it someone said? Um, oh, shit. oh, yeah, gravy seals. 
<laughs> that's the gravy seals, and that that's just stuck with me. Just fat lads with guns, gravy seals. Gravy seals. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe fat that. lads with guns. Yeah, yeah, you know that actually would be the name, a good name for a podcast. Honestly, I think you really hit on something there. Fat lads with guns. <laughs> I would be on that podcast if somebody yeah, wants to same. start that. Like, just let me know. Yeah. I would be on that. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, I like that you put your retro core hammer t-shirt on for the listeners at home. Brendan, oh shit, yeah. Look at that. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, Yeah, I'm wearing my core hammer t-shirt while I'm recording a podcast. There's nothing more uh, core hammer in my uh, imagination than wearing a core hammer t-shirt and recording a podcast about Warhammer, nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Um, so we should probably get some of that Warhammer shit. I mean, that's probably why people are. tuning in yeah, if i idiots. if i think about it for a second i know yeah. right fools <laughs> <laughs> shit the fields to do oh shit uh, before we do though i need to update you on the weather because for the first time in my life we have a red weather warning here which means threat to life which we just don't get that and like like it's going to be hitting a hundred and something here which for us is like hell like this is like it's man five or something to, like... to, to, to be to be clear it's yeah. hell here too yeah we've just built this preposterous fucking society that pretends like it's not happening oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's it's, fine. A, it's absurd yeah no totally i'm dude mm-hmm. i'm sure that in 10 years when you and i are still doing the podcast <laughs> and this whole climate change thing has been a complete hoax and mm-hmm. the economy works fascism has receded like like a, yeah. like a tide yeah. i'm sure we'll just be laughing about this you and i'll yeah. be laughing we'll be like remember that time it got to be a hun- <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah Oh, that yeah. was so silly that was mm-hmm. boris johnson's fault but he's gone yeah. now so he's gone now. So- well he's yeah. There's a good thing going around at the moment. Do you remember when Alien vs. Predator came out and the tagline was, whoever wins, we lose? That's like the Conservative Party conference leader I thing. It's like, whoever, whoever wins this debate, we lose. <laughs> are, are you suggesting, Rob, that Alien versus Predator, AVP, was mm. the most prescient movie of its time? Because on some level, I feel like that's just the world yeah. now. No, if you want yeah, that or Highlander. Yeah, there can be only one. There can be only, like, yeah. I think Highlander just because it's like the best film ever made. So, like, oh. it, it's always applicable. It is very good. It it's is really very good. good. It's a good the bit with the swords. That bit's well good. Dude. I once played. Do you remember the part where they fought swords? Oh, God, God. man. That was, that's my favorite part. So, years ago, yeah. at one of the first Bring Out Your Lead shows, which is an old hammer group sort of com- mm. uh, convention thing over here in the UK, uh, a guy, well, a few people, um, shout out to Paul Shorten and JB, what is his surname? Damn it, some French lad is always in White Smooth. Wolf these days. JB Smooth. JB Smooth. But anyway, they ran yeah. a Highlander based road trader game where everyone had a immortal, which was like Inquisitor stats, and then a retinue of two to three people. Um, and for the Kurgan, you know, like at the beginning of the film where he's on the horse and he's in the bone armor. So fucking yeah. Yeah, so converted up a Morgan Ra and he's got like the double-handed sword because he's got the bone <laughs> armor and everything. It's fucking wicked. And wow. his retinue were all the characters that Clancy Jones had played through the years. So like one was a giant mutant crab guy because he's uh, Mr. Krabs from <laughs> fucking SpongeBob. And like all the different things, it was a really good game. Like it was a lot Dude. of fun. It was very Gonzo 40k, you know, like a lot of polystyrene and yogurt pops all over the table. But was it balanced? 
Uh, well, we brought in. How was points. the internal balance? In, yeah, we, the meta. We did a meta watch article yeah, about how, it. <laughs> yeah. How did you make sure it was balanced and mm. fair for everyone? I mean, it didn't because he got shot immediately. Also, Ramirez <laughs> was the, um, do you remember the old Imperial noble from Warhammer Quest? He's all like puffy sleeved and he's got the sword over his shoulder. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like that was yeah. Ramirez because that's just fucking Sean Connery. Dude, that like, is Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez. Since, you point, since you pointed it out, that is yeah. Ramirez. Hey, do you remember Highlander 2? No, that made it. I'm really excited about it coming out at some point. It's really good. Dude. Mm. Dude, Ramirez comes back from the dead. It's weird. Because he's an alien. Yeah. Yeah. Such anyway. a good movie. Anyway, such a Warhammer. good movie. I love that movie. We'll talk about Warhammer. Boy, I think I'll watch it right now. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. uh Warhammer. Um all right. So, dude, okay, be real. Have you uh built anything or painted anything recently? And be specific. Um yeah, yes, I have. I have started so i did a big list of all the shit that i own and what i'm in the middle of and everything working out what i want to get done what's the next thing so what i've been doing is sort of getting to the end of some projects so i finally got my evil lord of the rings to 750 points uh which just meant getting the the mouth of sauron and the witch king assembling them spraying them painting them haven't painted them yet but they're ready this painted is the warhammer painter which I was like, I'm not going to do that. Just a load of people sat on Warhammer telly painting, and then I caught fucking COVID, so I'm isolating this weekend. So Bro. my plan is wake up early, put on Warhammer telly, and just sit in front of it and paint all weekend. Um, so I've got the Witch King, Mouth of Sauron. I got the Free Hunters box, which I've assembled and sprayed, so they're ready to go, and that puts my good force at 750 points. Um, the who? The, the three hunters. It's Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas. The oh right, right, right. Okay, set, okay, yeah. okay, okay. All right, but there, it's like specific versions of them. Yeah, they're running. Yeah. They're they're getting off the boat and they're running. Um, and then I also got when I popped to Warhammer World last to send you your copy of uh, Thingy. Lost Thank you damned. for that, by the way. No problem. I got um the uh fucking Rose, the barmaid, and the gaffer little set and they come with some flower pots and I love the idea of using those flower pots as objective markers like so you've got like the witch king in Aragorn fighting over some flowers just like they're perfect dude, I love those sets yeah, those brilliant. sets are so good dude yeah, yeah, I love but... the kind of little just slice of life sets yeah. oh they're so good the hobbit sets I'm so tempted just to get some shire stuff get the little you know the, the little building just the mm. dog farmer maggot and his dogs. It's just it's Dude. it's that thing that, that is missing from forty well from Warhammer and fantasy games. I think in general that needs to be lifted from historicals. If you ever look at a good historical game, they'll have like the battle at the front, and then at the back they'll have the camp and they'll have the camp followers and the little vignettes. You know, the little people running away from the battle or the people looting the dead. And I think we could do that in forty k and Warhammer and Age of Sigmar to just give a bit of like life to the battlefields. If that makes sense. Like it'd be cool. How yeah. would a imperial army look with all the fucking menials behind? You know, the imagery when you have got all the guys in robes with the staffs and stuff, and the cherubim flying around. Like it looked well good. Or like oh, Eldar with all the sure. wraith scuttling things. Imagine how many like wraith devices follow the Eldar into battle. Like there's gonna be yeah. so much. Yeah, I think that um, the kind of Warhammer post 2015 has kind of like uh lost 
a certain element of how it looks on the mm. table. I, I, dude, I know I bitch about this like once an episode, but uh, we've discussed like, it a lot. The, the the plastic ruins on the cardboard table kind of thing. Well, it's just it's just that the way that the game is designed mm. is it doesn't want the game to look like Warhammer anymore. It's a different right. game, and it's really I mean it really comes down to like. I think a lot of the influence of video game design, especially these sort of like MOBA style games and the way that they play. And they're like, Oh, let's just take this MOBA shit that kids like, and let's put it into Warhammer. I was at my local this weekend and I saw some guys playing AOS and a guy had a Skaven army and it was fully Mm. painted and you don't really see a whole lot of that. Right. So I was like, Oh, first of all, I love Skaven. Second of all, I love fully painted. I want to go over there and check it out. Mm -hmm. And these dudes had the, um, those, these like transparent, they didn't have the neoprene. They had these transparent objective markers on the board. Yeah. Right. So you could tell where the objective zones were. Yeah. And it was obviously you're playing a very competitive game and they were Mm -hmm. like, probably like, practicing for a tournament or something because they both had like serious face on like no fun no fun allowed this is we're fucking we're playing for pinks here you know what i'm saying and um like fucking uh uh dude just looked like shit it did not look it looked like didn't look like fun at all yeah it didn't and and more specifically it didn't look like warhammer no like all these guys in lines just strung out in lines it's ugly yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I'm sure they're really useful. I'm sure there's a reason for them. But those fucking three-inch CDs that just sit on the battlefield, fucking hate them. They just look terrible. They look like, mm. unless you're going to model it, if someone did, like, a crater with, you know, something in the <sighs> middle of the crater, and even then, you know, so it's almost a terrain piece, and you're like, look, that's within three inches. You could do that, you know, like, say, a, a fucking bit of uh, blackstone is impacted into the planet. So you've got a three-inch crater with a bit in the center. When it's just a flat bit of plastic, you're like, that is so shit. I but, absolutely but the thing it. is, the thing is, is that I'm not even willing to, like, concede to the middle towards these neoprene ones that they do. Mm. Have you seen the yeah, neoprene yeah, yeah. ones? They're just flat. That, and but And then they have, but then they have, like, glowing runes on them and shit because yeah. it looks like a fucking video game when you're walking through the video game and like fucking yeah. just, you, just all this yeah. mess of visual noise just going constantly yeah. to show yeah. that things are happening because you're like or you know you're, you're getting add from playing video games yeah like yeah. i don't like the way it makes warhammer look mm. it just looks like a big fucking mess yeah it's it gonna be fucking cool. numbers flying off them when you shoot them soon so you yeah. know how much damage you're doing i yeah. saw a picture and i'm sure it's infamous and it was a top-down shot from i think from adepticon maybe and it was this battle where the it was 40k grand tournament and the two armies were 11 fucking harlequin bikes each like it's like a famous yeah like, that sounds like this year's adepticon yeah and they're facing each other corner to corner there is identical terrain you know for the plastic ruins on both sides neoprene mat and then three of these blue bright blue globs on the board and i was like that is shit that is re- you might as well draw a map 
and just like be like, oh my guy's moving over here, and my guy's like that is that's as yeah. far away from Warhammer as one of those fucking tables in the Second World War where they're pushing, you know, blocks around with those big sticks. Actually, that'd be cool. Right. You know, right. There, cool. Is, <laughs> there is a point where you can just sum Warhammer down to a completely intellectual exercise where you don't have figures and stuff. You just you could have like one of those board games you buy that has like colored cubes yeah. and things like that. I mean, you could yeah. do that if you wanted. If if but I, I I don't want to do that. That's not why I play Warhammer. And yeah, yeah. So anyway, enough whinging. We we're definitely at a spot where there's like an inflection in the hobby, and GW man needs to fucking figure out yeah. who it wants to be because I have no interest in that shit. No, I agree. And I, you know, this is why I go back to when I talk to you about it as well. You don't play games workshop for the rules. Like <laughs> you're doing it wrong if you're playing games workshop. You play it for the story and the cool miniatures right 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 you don't play for you don't hold up 40k as a paragon of game design do you ever you oh, know it's no. best even if it's definitely absolutely not. best it's never definitely been not decent. but right. you play it for the fun game which it can be it can be a fun game but you don't play it for the design you don't say this is the peak way of playing a game well, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a there's a bigger conversation to be had sure. there, and we should have it someday on the we show. But won. so, did that all your hobby? Did you get more hobby done? Uh, we, right, we were, so we were in Lord of the Rings, and then we got yeah. I, um, I started distracting you. That's right. And then uh, bearded painter Darren, our friend, said online, "I've got uh, some Orlocks going cheap." Uh, and I was like, fuck it. I've wanted a Necromunda gang for some time. So it was the box with all like, the specialists in it. So the two leaders, the jump jack oh, ones, shit. and the doggos. Um, so I assembled Oh, them. you're getting all the good shit. Mm, I'm not using them for Necromunda. I, I sort of am. No, I know. I know. We've had this whole chat. Like, if my, my friend who's got all the books and the cards, I'll play Necromunda with him because then he'll be able to say, here's the book, here's the cards. Other than that, they're going to be for one page firefight. Um, so I just need a box of the basic dudes. And then I've got like a full skirmish force for that. And then uh, the heads that you're ordering, some cool like fucking leather daddy caps for them all. Yeah, so, yeah they your go. guys are going to be the John Travolta's of the Underhive. 100%. You're gonna yeah. be, are you going to be like the sweat hogs? You no, they're going to be the rogues. The, they're going to be the rogues the, from the warriors. The rogues. Oh, okay. Like, warriors, come out okay. to play. <laughs> because you can't really play Necromunda without doing that at least once. Oh, like the game... The game itself, and I've been playing a lot of Necromunda. Yeah. We can get that into games played, but, yeah. but like, but there is a moment where you're moving through the buildings mm -hmm. and the combat is about to start. Yeah. And then like it's just so hard to resist that moment where <laughs> you just warriors, yeah. yeah. you know what I'm saying? You gotta do yeah. it. You gotta do it anyway. Nowhere anyway. to run, baby. Nowhere <laughs> to hide. Yeah, if, if anyway. you're playing Necromunda, bang on the Warriors soundtrack and it's just like perfect. So very quickly, we will move on. But I was listening to an interview with the guy who it does the Warriors come out to play thing. And he Oh, really? Based, yeah, he based that on an old neighbor that he had who'd come back from like vietnam or korea or something and just used to sit on his yard like banging bottles together going come out to play <laughs> imagine living what next to that guy fuck? Like, holy hell. shit that's dark yeah. that's 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 fucking dark yeah. oh, okay. i'm not i'm not out to play. <laughs> oh man wow the horrors of empire anyway wow yeah. that's real
And I think that's, that's it. Is that it? Let me. Nice. You've, asked, you've asked the question. Oh, and then my dad's got a 3D printer, so I'm getting him to print me some um, adaptive Titanicus terrain, like little pieces cool. to like silo, like really you know basic stuff, just like silos and shit. Because I've got a load of bluffs and cliffs, and I want to cover them in sort of like mining stuff. So there's a reason for the fighting around, if that makes sense. Dude, we um, haven't had your dad on the show in a while. No, I know. <laughs> when is he? When is he going to come back on? I know. <laughs> Lol. um all right good great great uh so remember how i ordered my fucking horus heresy box and then they didn't send it to me yes well so i ordered another horus heresy box so that i could assemble it because uh like i got a new job and i uh have a week off between the new jobs right so i wanted to build horus heresy models with that week off and so I bought a second Horus Heresy box. Excellent. So for the last two weeks, I have been assembling Horus Heresy. I, I really wanted to paint my Horus Heresy box this week, my week off, but it was just too much shit to build. Mm-hmm. And I, it's seriously, it's today is Friday and my week off is almost over mm-hmm. and I haven't painted a single damn thing. I haven't primed anything. I've just been building shit yeah. because dude, I got super into fucking kit bashing. Oh, like, okay. like, okay. So long story. In 2020, when the pandemic hit, I was on this hardcore Horus Heresy jack. And I kind of was like, Horus Heresy is going to be like a pandemic project. I'm going to buy an airbrush. I'm going to learn to airbrush. And then, and then I bought just a shit ton of Horus Heresy first edition stuff, right? Absolutely, yeah. And I was kind of talking with some of my friends. And we were like, trying. I was kind of trying to gas people up for... Horus Heresy being like our pandemic project. And then when mm-hmm. the pandemic was over, we'd all play Horus Heresy. So, but that kind of fizzled due to some things that were, you know, I don't want, I don't mm. want to get into it. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's easy enough to say gamer ADD. So we'll just chalk it up to that. Sure. Right. Also, you know, like um, international trauma. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, was also like, uh, <laughs> just like an unbelievable amount of horror going yeah. on in the background. That's yeah. just kind of been rendered down into white noise that we yeah. hear constantly, like the screaming of the warp, but like we don't pay not attention as to anymore. Not, not as useful as the warp. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. So, um, so I actually had just like tons and tons of stuff that I had purchased for that Horus Heresy one project and then never done anything with. Okay. And that included just like, and this is going to sound weird, but like literally boxes of Necromunda gangs, because to me, Necromunda is great because it has all these little bits on the sprues Mm -hmm. that um, are indicative of kind of like lower tech and kind of a more like utilitarian sort of existence, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I really kind of wanted to put some of these weapons on them that looked more archaic, and I wanted to put tools and stuff on them to really Mm -hmm. kind of get into that Horus Heresy vibe. And so I got my Horus Heresy box, and I was like, I'm going to assemble these guys. And I opened up my old box of all my Mm -hmm. treasures, and I was like, oh, but I have all these fucking special bits and shit that I bought. (laughs) And then I just went ham. Like I had bought uh, scenic bases from Unreal Terrain. Are you familiar with Unreal Wargaming? Unreal I am Wargaming, Unreal not. Terrain. I don't think I am. No. They're these guys who make these like ultra realistic looking resin bases. So it's like it's not it's not like fantasy looking where it's like oh it's like swirling souls. It's like 
it's like debris from let's like battlefield debris. So they have one that's supposed to kind of look like a blown up European city okay. via World War II. And then they have another set that's called trench works. It's supposed to be sort of like World War One, right? Yeah. But these are great for Horace Heresy in the way that like Horace Heresy is a bit more of a grim version of the game and a little less cartoony, right? Yeah. 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 So I had bought tons of those. I went on Anvil Industries. I had I got a bunch of like muzzle flares and stuff for the bolters. I already had been collecting for just years at that point, like little bits and bobs from Puppets War, Anvil, Victoria, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of um, Forge World shoulder pads and stuff. And so, dude, I have just been I have been sitting around just building like my perfect fucking death guard army for horus heresy i have built dozens of models in the last week and just like probably half a dozen a dozen kit bashes Mm -hmm. because oh because i fell in love with the praetor models from from the the box box. that's interesting because they kind of hit and everyone was like these are the worst models right like i think i don't know the photography fucking sucks or whatever dude the guy with the axe i fucking love i can't get enough of that guy um the guy who's holding the sword aloft with yeah. the fucking bendy mustache, yeah, like he yeah. owns a candy store in 1800 or something, mm-hmm. like he looks fucking terrible. I have right. no, but when you actually get the model and you see his armor, mm-hmm. right, you're like, oh, this armor and the weapons are the shit. So mm-hmm. fuck the head. I'll just get rid of the head. Um, and what I did is I went online and I just bought like handfuls of those sprues. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I just because because right now the market is kind of flooded with Horus Heresy boxes. Yeah. And so you like they're going to go up like yeah. eventually GW will release them on their own. Yeah, oh, it'll um, be so much. It'll be like yeah. 30 quid for the pair or if not more. Right. Like because they, they released the old Praetors um, and it's like 45 American for the two old ones. OK. And then so these new it. ones. So I imagine we'll see 50. 45, maybe yeah. 50, maybe 60 for the pair. Yeah. But right now you can get one on eBay for less than 20. Mm-hmm. So I've just been buying them like three at a time. Right. <laughs> Excellent. And because they have artificer armor. Okay. Right. And so I decided, I'm like, I'm like, I decided like any model in my army that has artificer armor, mm-hmm. I'm going to use one of these models. I'm oh, shit. Dash. Okay. So I'm so like all sergeants have mm-hmm. artificer armor. It's only like ten points or something. Right. So I've just been like building fucking artificer armor sergeants and dude, dude, this this army is gonna be sounds like it's gonna be amazing, dude, bro. And yeah. and and you in that episode like two or three back, you were talking about the Goliath heads. Yeah, Goliath heads work perfect. Do they? Are they absolutely so spawn? Great. Ah. <laughs> and you know what other heads are awesome? Now, this is a little bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. Van Sar heads ah. from the Forge World upgrade pack <laughs> because they have these gas masks right. on. Yeah, and yeah. then they have these scars on their faces and they look all and they're and they look angry. Yeah. Right? So I'm just putting them on like plasma guys and mm. like flamer guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they just now the problem with them is that they're a little bit smaller than the Goliath heads. Sure, so I try I not to. Yeah, but the Goliath heads are exactly the same size as a Space Marine head, like right off the sprue. So um, that works out perfectly fine. The Vansar heads are a little smaller, so I'm trying to kind of 
make a squad that has Van Sar heads, but not sense. like a lot of Goliath heads. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So man, that's what I've been working on at this point. I've got like 40 fucking Mark six Marines built a vigilator, yeah. mortarian, a Demios pattern, Rhino, a tactical support squad, a Praetor, five Terminators, a Contemptor Dreadnought, <laughs> some kind of console guy, I guess. Mm. I don't really know. I built this model. I don't think I like him. Sure. You'd have to use him. Are you, are you sticking with infantry heavy? Like proper death guard, like 90% infantry kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, like, one of the things that's kind of cool about Horus Heresy right now is that infantry is really good. Right. So a lot of people are playing a lot of infantry. Mm-hmm. But then another thing is, is that I couldn't even get tanks if I wanted them. Like the right, like supply all, chain wise. Yeah. Well, it's just all the Horus Heresy, the the noobs, and then the Horus Heresy heads are just buying everything out, like as it comes into stock, and like literally nothing is available on Got Forge yeah. World. So Got next yeah. time you're up at Forge World, yeah, I'll pick some whatever you need up. I'm gonna have yeah some requests because yeah, yeah. there's just shit I can't get over here in America. But the um, thing is. You've got right. toys to play with at the moment. So finish with those toys and then you can get right. some new toys. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Well, the thing is, I need upgrades. I need the I need yeah, of course, more yeah. upgrade. I need more upgrade kits because I'm burning through them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's my hobby. I'm that's supposed to be building a fucking Necromunda uh, stimmer for the our big necromunda campaign which oh, starts yeah. next week so yeah. i'm gonna put him together and get some paint on him you're gonna swap the head out for something good well okay you're thinking i think of the um the zerker uh, yes you're right the i shitty am zerker i am yeah the, yeah, yeah. The, the stimmer is an interesting model because is that the like, only one or is that a hide gun what the stimmer or the zerker? yeah the stimmer the stimmer is the stimmer is like the house of chains new guy champion and yep. he's he's kind of like a mini zerker but he's also better than a zerker in many ways like he's a, he is preferable to a zerker in many many regards okay so i'm taking him he's cost he's ending up costing me about the same amount of points but i'm taking him rather than the zerker in my starting game um yeah but that means i I had to buy one and i had to i have to i still have to assemble him to be totally honest it's not a great kit and i'm mostly just plundering that fucking uh uh goliath expansion box for bits for my uh death guard death guard yeah Yeah, well they're they're perfect sort of like stable mates i'd say i kind of want to do goliath with world eaters because i just think that that's spot on as you saying with the um Vansar, that's kind of cool as well because their whole background now is their rad scarred and diseased mm-hmm. everything aren't they so that kind of totally mm-hmm. fits the death guard vibe yeah uh, yeah i was kind of hoping that Cador would have like bald kind of like mm-hmm. um like really craggy looking old man heads and i was mm-hmm. like uh but they don't they're all wearing masks mm-hmm. And then I was checking the other things and I found those Vansar heads and they are just perfect for Death Guard. Yeah. There's even this guy who I swear to God looks like he was uh, based on like Freddy Krueger. He looks right. like Robert Englund when Robert Englund has a beard and he has okay. all these scars on his face and he's yelling. <laughs> cool. I'm like, this guy is fucking perfect. Are the um, Ash Waste's got any heads that would be useful? The new dudes, the nomads, just thinking because they're all kind of grossed up i think i don't know if they're too cowled or too um like wrapped up in that that's an interesting question i was at the game shop and i was looking at the box trying to kind mm. of get a sense of like 
if there was anything in there that was useful. And I was like, you know what? I need to look at the sprue because I suspect a lot of these torsos have the heads built onto them. I mean, like, maybe not knowing how mm. like GW does things now. Maybe the heads are all like four pieces. Yeah. You know, you never, I you never know I, what I you're going to get. They're either going to be like fucking fifth head lizard men and be a solid piece or right. like, yeah, you got to glue the fucking scalp on or something. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, this guy, cause they all have these kind of like cowls and mm. you're like, I you, either the head and the torso are one piece and then you build on the arms and all the legs and shit or the head and its cowl are like six pieces yeah. and will only go around one torso, you know, yeah, and either yeah. way they're useless to me. So I'm having a quick look now just to see, cause they look like they've got some quite useful bits in terms of like backpacks and stuff and back banners. Um, it looks like now the heads are pretty, Oh no, no, the heads are separate. They're, they're like little separate heads with rebreather masks and stuff. They could be pretty useful. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just, shit! I'm, just I'm gonna have to fucking take a look at that. Yeah, yeah, the heads are take all, a look at that. all separate pieces, and you plug them into anybody, so they would be perfect for Death Guard in terms of got like almost a knockback to the fucking Dusk Raiders style of guys. Yeah, I mean the thing is, is that like I like Dusk Raider style of guys, mm. but in the lore, fucking. Mortarian purged those fucks. Yeah, yeah. So um I'm trying to I really want my guys to be barbarin, but like I I don't know. I feel like there's some kind of mixed signals in my uh in my hobby here. I'm I'm sending over on WhatsApp. I'm sending mm-hmm. I'm sending you some pictures of some shit cool. I'm working on. Cool. So you can kind of like take a look. You can take a look at some. Oh of yeah, my, I see. Yes. Some of my is there anything more death guardy than a big chainy scythe? Yeah, because you can get the power scythe as like a nice. as like a free upgrade. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, the guy with the double handed axe is a really good model, actually, isn't he? Dude, that model is so fucking sick. And like mm. to be totally honest, like one of my friends, Dustin, who clearly doesn't have any fucking faith in me, he's all like, "I don't know why you bought so many of those Praetor guys. They're all like monopose. Are you sure you're gonna be able to like? They aren't gonna look monopose." Mm. And I was like, "Fool." Like yeah, you just gotta do some cutting on them. Yeah, yeah, and, no, they look great. Yeah, you can do like so much great shit with these new kits, dude. Yeah, that's wicked. Especially because the one of them is one right now that I yeah. really end up not liking. I'm kind of like. I'm sure this is great radio, but um, they're really good. You should put these on a Discord actually, um, and have it like yeah, because basically you've got knockbacks to fucking um, Typhus there, haven't you? The guy, the Praetor with the axe and stuff. Like, that's the Typhus, yeah. the original Typhus pose. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, was in my locker getting out some of my treasures, and I found this uh, this uh, old Typhus, the old one, where yes. he went from, from when he was metal. This is a resin version, or this is like a fail cast version of the metal so, one. I w- can't really get the metal one anymore. It's very yeah, hard yeah. to get, but, like, you can't get the... Um, Callus Typhon model on mm. um, Forge World right now, and I was like, I know that there's like a lot of heresy guys who would probably get all like pretty twisted up if I tried to play with this model, but like at the same time, I don't feel like he's that bad. No, he's, also he's been corrupted by Nurgle, so the armor mark doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, you could always say like, oh, this is like right when he gets off the the boat at the Siege of Terra, yeah. he like when everybody's like destroy everybody's, hive. Exactly. Well, he, he has just, that. He, By the time he gets to Terra, yeah, by the time he gets to Terra, he is fully as we know him. 
like he's totally gross. right right um, and at that point plague marines are a thing and stuff yeah. too I'm, I'm definitely with my legion making them kind of more like um like uh mid heresy right, right, right. not they're not like early heresy i'm, I'm gonna do some mark three marines mm-hmm. but mostly mark four and mark six have you seen the latest white dwarf they're doing a multi-issue project thing like tale of four gamers and it's the siege of barbarous um basically no. yeah so they're doing basically when what? the siege of terror is going on and lionel johnson's like doing his vengeance crusade they're doing armies based on that so there's like free loyalist group there's uh someone's doing dark angels with like survivors from the raven guard and space wolves and then the other side is uh the death guard but they're like the home garrison so they're way more less corrupted than the ones who go off to the eisenstein and you know like the ones who get stuck in the warp so right. they're kind of they are more the old school death guard and um, supported by iron warriors who got shattered at a battle and then fled to barbarous so they're doing a kind of historical game i'm doing historical air quotes obviously because it's not real but you know like and then, i know we say it every episode but that is the coolest thing about heresy that you get to do well, that actually i'm going to do this segment and this fight kind of thing i i think it's interesting and i think that there's some externalities as to why this is the case but it's interesting to me that when a new 40k drops the mm. first thing people start talking about is like the meta the balance what's the meta going to look like how's what's the tournament scene going to look like how's this going to affect mm. competitive play how's this going to affect essentially like pickup games but then when horus heresy 2 dropped the first thing that happened is everybody just started playing narrative campaigns cool. like it's just like narrative campaigns have broken out at every store that is carrying Horus yeah. Heresy 2, and then Ash Barker's pushing his his narrative campaign online. It's it's a game that feels like it's for yeah. narrative campaigns, and that's yeah. what you just see people doing, you know? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it does feel like that even as an outsider. As someone who's not involved with it at all, it's way more appealing than 40k in so many ways. It's like, yeah, yeah it, it's got that feeling of, I know obviously we're a bit fanboy for it, but that of when Age of Sigmar sort of hit its stride and you're like, cool, I just want to collect a cool army to play with, yes. not worry about, yes. am I going to get tabled kind of thing. But 100%. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. 100%. Good work. So anyway, anyway, yeah. GW will fuck it up. They'll ruin it as usual. But right now, I'm <laughs> oh, having a lot of fun playing. Which reminds shit. me, that's what I'm going to talk about. Fucking, they're going to fuck up Warcry. I'm really upset about it. I heard about this. Ah. So is this, was this on Community like today? Yeah, I literally today. Taken... They just said, here's the new box. You know, here's some of the terrain, which is fucking brilliant because there's trees made of meat and shit. <laughs> so I like... don't like those new, I no? don't like the okay. new terrain. Well, this is the uh, first Warcry terrain box like... I feel like kind of sucks. Ah, go well, ahead. You'd have to buy it. Um, but they've confirmed, yeah, it's going to be a new box a month with two war. But it's the kill team set up, and I fucking hate it. So I'm probably not going to bother. I'm going to stick with the war cry that I've got Varen Spear war cry. Keep the, the war bands from the Varen Spear. That don't, don't need anything else. I'll probably buy the, the Red Harvest terrain, the cool sluice gates. And yeah. uh, the stuff like that, buy that to add to my collection. And that's it. I don't need to, I don't need to go any further. You know, then I've got the eight yeah. war bands that come with it, the the random chaos beasts. That'll do. I don't I don't feel like I need to catch up with the right now I need reactions and now I need the because I can't bother. I don't want reactions in my game. So is yeah. uh is uh Warcry I go you go? Uh it's alternate action. What does that mean? You pick a model, they pick a model, you pick a model, they pick a model. 
So when I hear no, but I you can go, pick your opponent's model. No, no. So when I hear I go, you go. I feel that in my head means I move my army. I do my turn. Then you do then all you do your, your turn. turn. Yeah. Then I do my turn. No, this is more Necromunda. I activate yeah. one model. You activate one model. I activate one model. So you're you really, you're really right. You don't need active. You don't need reactions nope. in that. Not at all. That, that, that alter activation ends the need for Overwatch. It ends the need for reactions because the whole point is you'll react. You've got time to react next time. Yeah, so I'm yeah. upset that they're layering on more complexity. I know it's just one thing, but it is just another layer of unnecessary complexity. And they're going to start pumping out releases, and I'm not going to want to catch up. So Warcry for me is up to this year. Like, you know, Red Harvest was the last release. Uh, I, I can ignore. Actually, there's 10 warbands, because there's also the Tarantulas Brood and the Dark Oath. So that's 10 Chaos warbands. Yeah. That's enough. I'm not going to collect more than that. Fucking hell. Um, so yeah, kind of. I'm a bit upset. Not upset because it's not. It's toys. But I'm a bit like, ah, oh, it's a shame they've gone for that model. But right. it's also saved me 100 odd quid. So there you go. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't have strong opinions on Warcry. I'm sorry mm. that it's going in a direction that's not good for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. We could. Yeah. It's just annoying. It's just genuinely annoying when onto a good thing, and then they do that. It's like it'd be right. like if you started to change Necromunda and be like, right now you get all these different kill zones for Necromunda. Kind of how when it first launched, actually, <laughs> it's a bit like here's twenty eight different kill zones and you've got to catch up. And he's like, no, I just want to take my time. I just really want to take my time and just do this. What this I want. is the thing, right? Like Warcry and. Kill Team both seemed at their launch like they were games that had this kind of like, oh, we're going to have, they're going to be very competitive, but they're also going to have this cool narrative element. So you yeah. can play them either way. You can either go to a Warcry tournament and it'll be very tight and balanced, or you can play a crazy Warcry campaign. Yeah. And you're like, I'm like, at this point, I just don't trust GW to get it right when they're trying to have the best of both worlds anymore. Yeah. Like, like just make the wacky role-playing game games mm. or make the tournament shit. Mm. And I can just buy the wacky role-playing games and avoid the tournament shit. Yeah. And it'll just be easy. It's just yeah. easy that way. You know? Yeah. And it's annoying because Warcry, I think, I think it launched person is quite a narrative one because it had the inbuilt campaign stuff, and that was one of the right. one of the the, the the selling points was you can play a campaign, but you don't need to sit with the same people every time. You know, it's got it's got an individual campaign monitor kind of thing. Right. I don't know how it plays match play. Thanks. I've, ne I've never even seen anyone like play it match play. Actually, I've, I've only ever played narrative and and stuff, so I've never actually seen it. But you've got Underworlds for that, and I'm not shit. Underworlds is a great game, but it is it is a tournament game. It's built oh, for 100%. It has nothing else to do with anything yeah. else. No. So why not I, use that as the funnel? If you're a tournament gamer, play Underworlds. If you're a modeler and a, a narrative, play Warcry and leave it at that rather than here's the new season. I don't want, I want seasons. I'm not fucking, it's not a sport. Yeah. I don't want speed what, It's so strange to me because I, I, I echo entirely what it is you're saying, which is, mm. I never really see people playing these games. Interestingly, I see people playing Warcry mm. quite a bit, but I never see them playing this kind of like league-oriented yeah. War Warcry. And the whole and this whole notion that they were kind of, that 
that I really got very strongly when mm. when second edition kill team mm. uh, dropped that they were trying to build a kill team scene. Yeah. Like that just it has never manifested. I just I just don't see it. I don't hear about it. As far as I'm concerned, like Kill Team 2 is is a big failure mm. because I I don't I never see anybody engaging with it. I never hear about anybody yeah. engaging with it. Yeah. But is it a success on their I, end? I think it is because it comes with brilliant model. I think that part of it is because it launched, you, you get these sets which have fantastic models in which they you do you want to just taste it they've got the eldar corsairs they've got the traitor Dude, guard you know I they've know. got the death cora krieg so it's kind of their way of being able to release a do a small release without much so i think sales wise i think it's a big success because actually people do buy it for the models and you can buy the the, the rule books for a fiver off it ebay i think that's always a good sign if you can buy the rule books for like a fiver it's actually been a success because basically everyone's bought it for the models kind of thing. Um, but as so a people game, are just like buying Corsair boxes and then they're just throwing I out the, so. they're just like, you know what? I'm not, I'm never going to play kill team. Yeah. I just want Corsairs. It's difficult to know as well, because I mean, to be fair, last time I was in Warhammer world, there was a kill team tournament going on. So <laughs> how many people were playing? About the room was filled. So 40 odd. Hmm. I'd say. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the measurements are. And I, I, Weirdly, I always joke about how original Necromunda was just Necromunda and Outlanders, but there are times you do wish GW would release a game and just let it go. Not, and, and I think there's a balance between releasing a game and then it's dead, but releasing a game and then just supporting it through articles. You don't actually need more, more and more. You can just add to it. You know, I'm not, I've not said that very well, but I do think the slow. No, I see what you're saying. Release, you know what I mean? Just like this is fine. This is enough well, for you to play with. Dude, and I mean, this is just what makes us sound like old losers or whatever. But like the pace of GW, it used to be easier to keep up with. Yeah. Like, and I think that on some level, like 40K as a game, if it existed the way it exists now with stratagems and re-rolls and a bunch of dumb crap that is yeah. not enjoyable, it would still be more successful for a person like me if it just was slower, you know, if it yeah. wasn't just like this constant onslaught of shit that comes out every month and I literally have no ability to keep track with of what the game is doing yeah. unless I am sprinting alongside it. You know, um, and I've lost track of the lore as well, and that, that's kind of yeah. sad because I always thought I was a lore guy, and now I'm like, I don't feel like 40k really has lore. You know, you know, mm. you know what's interesting, right? You know what's interesting? Do you have Do you have your collection on hand? Do you have your books on hand? Uh, I don't, but let, let me let me have a little think. So let me see here. Let me see. I think this is in the. Um, I think the thing I'm about to fucking reference is in the third edition book. Ah, the worst edition. Um. Oh, the the worst edition. Maybe it's not because you know this is it's this is uh oh man, this was such a fun game. God damn, flipping through it and it's just such a fucking fun game. I had so much yeah. fun with this. Fun game for Let's children, see. yeah, sure. What? <laughs> that was such a, a dumb dab. Like, okay, so I'm buzzing out my fourth yeah. edition book. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to find this particular. This is also great radio. People love brilliant this. radio. People love hearing me flip through a book, and I I'm looking at 
the Scions of the Imperium, a bunch of John Blanchard. And you can sit here and be like, oh, John Blanchard's better or whatever. Oh, okay. So here we go. In the, this is the fifth edition mm-hmm. core book. I wonder what my fourth edition is. Is that no fourth edition? I don't know. Yeah, sure. One of those editions. Anyway, my fifth yeah. edition core book. And um, there's a big fucking timeline. And it's like this in fourth edition, too. Mm-hmm. There's a, they, 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 they put a timeline in the book. And it starts on page like 122. And they carry it all the way to the end, right? And it ends on page 125. And it says, The Waning. Right. And this is this is interesting in the fourth and fifth edition books, Mm. because like fifth edition came out after the millennium, obviously, but the fourth Mm. edition was still kind of caught up in that premillennial tension. And it says here, the waning, the Imperium's military is exhausted by the redemption crusades. Uh, world after world and system after system fall to orc invasion, chaos, insurgence, internal strife, anarchy is rife. Ever more systems are turned over to the direct governance of space marine chapters to preserve stability. And what's interesting about the game at this point mm. is that it's still about an apocalypse. Yeah. It's about an ending. Mm. There's the, the, the idea is kind of like when you're playing Vampire the Masquerade in the 90s and you're playing the end. You're yeah. not playing like just a chapter in an ongoing story that's going to mm-hmm. go ad infinitum forever. The story that you are playing is this is it. you know and there is this idea that like oh no you can't win and there is this finality Mm. and the fact that 40k has kind of scrubbed that out of the story and that like oh a new hope oh Mm -hmm. we're just going for oh the fucking malleus kickatrix whatever yeah it's just kind of like I don't like that as much. <laughs> so it all comes down to I, I don't like that as much. Yeah. I like it better that you were playing the end of days before. I kind of get that the one minute to midnight thing. That's where it was always set. 40k was always set at the last minute before midnight. The right. problem is, it's like fucking Groundhog Day. If you're forever at the last minute to midnight, the peril goes. And you're like, oh, the Imperium's drinking again. Is it? There's no actual proof that it, you know what I mean? Like it, it became that thing of, well, chaos is going to take over. I mean, is it? Because Abaddon keeps getting his ass handed to him. So like, right. they, they never but, quite, I don't think they've ever really got over the apocalyptic element. What I would prefer 40K to be personally, and as we said, this is a, I don't like that thing, is I would prefer the Empire to not be in jeopardy, just be collapsing from the inside, if that makes sense, play into a lot more of imperial factionalism, uh, strife, corruption. You know, don't do it as the the Cicatrix Maledictum, which, you know, splits the universe in half. Just have it that eventually the the empire just, empires collapse, you know? You could even have a fake emperor pop up, kind of like a, the, the fake popes or the Roman emperors. How cool would that be if a load of, rather than just going, oh, big warp storm, a load of human worlds just went, actually, no, we don't believe in Terran rule. We, you know, we're, we're under Baal or we're under Armageddon or something. And you could do a lot more with it than just constantly, you're going to die. Because eventually you're just like, well, I'm not, though. Well, <laughs> it's fine. Okay, okay, okay. So to me, this is what, this is the problem. This is one mm. of the main problems with where Warhammer is intellectually, yeah. is that it fixates entirely on that red band right at the end. And it mm. says, 
you're either playing Horus Heresy, which is 10,000 years ago, or you're playing now in this red yeah. band. And this 10,000 year gap in the middle is a big nothing burger where yeah. nothing happens. When really what they should be doing is that's when everything happens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's where you should fucking play. I listened okay. to those Fabius Bile novels. Okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you're gonna okay. if you're gonna listen to some fucking Fabius Bile novels, fucking skip ahead a couple minutes. So I was listening to the fucking Fabius Bile novels. And what's interesting about them is when you start listening to them, you just assume that it takes place in like um, the year 40,000 or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. But as you're listening, as, as each novel starts, you realize that there's like hundreds of years between mm. each novel, yeah. right? And it gives this incredible continuity to that trilogy yeah. because like you really get the sense of time and developments in the characters' lives over the course of centuries and what they've been doing out in space for literally yeah. thousands of years. And a lot of what the novels themselves cover in terms of content is Fabius Biles' feelings and memories and internal dissonances about shit that happened thousands of years ago. And that's where all the drama is, man. Yeah. Like, seriously, fucking Fabius Bile and Eidolon being pissed off at each other about something that happened yeah. that's not in a novel. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm uh, saying? I'm, I'm totally with you because the best stuff is like the Second War for Armageddon, uh, the Macarius Crusade, the First Tyrannic War. I, I actually agree the focus should be on these 10,000 years yeah. where the Imperium's setting itself out. What were the Age of Apostasy? You know, all these cool titles and stuff you've got to play with right and yeah like the best bit of the, the black legion book is because that spoilers for black legion uh, is that's about abaddon first coming back from basically self-imposed exile and that's cool because that is abaddon the heresy's over it was a failure and now he's coming back and it's really like it's, it's like the Fabius battle thing if you've got all these marines who are like all these chaos who fought so hard and they're like, fuck it, let's go back in. And there's a whole bit where, and again, proper scene spoiler, where they come back into the Imperium and one of them, I think he's an Emperor's child, children or word bearer, is just like, wait, they worship the Emperor as a god now. And they're just like, <laughs> but that's yeah. what we said. <laughs> and like, it was like this moment where they come back and they're just like, what? <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that, yeah. that's literally, he must be a word bearer actually because he's like, that, right. That, that's what we did. And, right. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. The word bearers get kicked out because yeah. of the Lectio Divinitatis. And yeah. then um and then the, the Empire becomes a, a yeah. Lectio Divinitatis. But, no, I agree. I think there's so much fun you can have with the rise of Gaskell Fracker, the you know, the, the first Armageddon War, the second Armageddon War, the Macari the Macarius Crusade. Yeah, that's so cool when the guard you know, is Alexander the Great, you know, that's fucking so, great. So 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 yeah. follow me here, okay? Yeah. We're yeah. we're here. We're dealing with Brendan's sh shower thoughts here, and this is some. Mm -hmm. This is a shower thought I had okay. earlier this week, okay? Yeah. And wouldn't it be great if there was what what? I put my hand yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was these campaign books, okay, mm -hmm. that were like pandemic legacy the board game where it's designed to be played through once yeah and the, it get you get little stickers and stuff 
and you put them down on hexes that show how the campaign emerges, right? Yeah. And so, and so it creates like a little living campaign that you play with your friends mm -hmm. and you play through the book. Mm -hmm. And when you finish the book, you can throw it in the dumpster. Yeah. Or you can Keep treasure it. it forever as like yeah. how it was, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or you can go buy another one and play okay, it again. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. do it differently. Yeah. Now, in my mind, mm -hmm. this is where Apocalypse would be a rule set. Rather than right. trying to either A, make Apocalypse into its own game, mm -hmm. or B, just shoehorning everything from Apocalypse into the core game, yeah. the final battles of these campaign books would use the apocalypse rules. Mm, so fun. you would have these big fucking epic, these big yeah. epic confrontations at the very end, right? Yeah. And what you would do is you would just have a final fucking book. You'd have a book called The The End of Days or yeah, sure, End sure. of the Imperium yeah. Yeah. or or the final battle, right? Yeah. And that would literally be like, oh, it's the year 40,000 and this is it. They all came out of the fucking eye of terror and now we do it. And you could play through it with your friends. But that wouldn't mean that you had to stop creating products. No. Because just like you said, do all the tyrannic wars, do yeah. all the Sabbath world crusades. You could just do do new shit. You wouldn't have yeah. to be like, oh, this is, oh, this is Vigilus. Vigilus has fallen again, again. but then yeah, it came yeah. back, but then it fell again. Like who, like, who cares? Yeah. There's literally 30,000 years of historical shit in an entire fucking galaxy. You could write these books until until the cows come home. Yeah. Why do we have to have a story that moves forward? So you haven't even mined the middle of the story at all. Anyway. And here's the thing. No, I completely agree. And here's the thing. Games Workshop have almost done that. And it's called The Quest for the Ringbearer book for Metapeg, where oh, you get yeah. to play the whole story you get to play yeah. from the rise of sauron to the fall of sauron sauron yeah. dies at the end spoilers to lord of the rings <laughs> sauron's defeated that's the end of the story doesn't mean you can't play all the other mess bed games the defense of the north right. the or they literally have this model you could do yeah. those books for 40k imagine a second war of armageddon just book how good i would oh. buy that like oh. that Dude, that would just who be who wouldn't yeah <laughs> They need like, they need to remember that they paid all these novelist guys. Yeah. And the thing that the reason why you pay novelist guys is to build IP. And yeah. they built all this IP. They built fucking shit tons of IP. It's just all out there. Yeah. You know, because as you say, I don't care about Vigilus. I can't pretend to. I can't pretend to care about the new world when you have all these places. There's a reason to use this, that Star Wars always goes back to Tatooine. People do have an emotional connection to Tatooine. As much as they don't want it to, and it makes the universe small, people have an emotional connection to Tatooine. Sure. That's why it works. It's an anchor. <laughs> it's an anchor head. <laughs> um, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's why you don't care about Exegol, but you care about Coruscant. You know, like, you, if you develop these things, you care about it. Mm. And the James Workshop, I've got so much, so much. Imagine doing, like, imagine... For Horus Heresy, they did a fucking Ulanor supplement. Oh, they, yeah. They update the orc. They say, this is how you field orcs in Horus Heresy. How good would... How how much have you wanted to have Horus, 
you know, with his mates, you know, Horus and his mates, who aren't all evil now, smashing up orcs. Like, that would be an amazing game, you know? I, I, I'm one of the few guys who would say I actually don't want that. You know, I, okay, kind of sure. like, we, I kind of like the Crusade era to be, like, sure. in the mysterious past. I, want, you I know? want that. That, for me, the Unification Wars. If they even dare touch the Unification Wars, I'll be really upset. Mm. Um, but, yeah, basically, I 100% agree. I think you'll spot on with that. And I think it's weird against which don't do it when they literally do it for another game. It's very successful. Those books cool. are great. I buy those books and I don't, I have no desire to play The Quest of the Wind Bearer, but I'm going to buy that book and read it and get inspired. Oh, of by course. It. Oh, it's such a great book. I, yeah. I, I buy all the uh, Middle Earth books yeah, to have because, because they're, they're, they're great it. books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for, to be totally honest, man, yeah. same with Necromunda. Same yeah. with the giant sprawling role-playing game that is Necromunda. It's a completely yeah. worthwhile, uh, just gonzo game that you mm. can sit there and you can pick apart and make the game that you want to make. Imagine and a book like, that was like the Webway War, and all it was was lists uh, for like Thousand Suns, Harlequins, terrain articles on how to build Webway shit. You'd, you'd get that one. Like, that's a cool thing. It's in the law. You don't need to introduce anything. You'd be like, yep. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. And then you just recruit your friends who either A, have those armies, or B, want to build them. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to do T-Suns in this one. You're going to yeah. do Eldar. And it doesn't so, have to be the I, shitty smorgasbord, which is, and I'm yeah. sorry because you've got a post book on your wall, but Medusa 5, where for some reason everyone in the right. planet, everyone in the galaxy gets there. Everyone's there. Yeah. yeah. Just as yeah. the Defense of the North book for Lord of the Rings doesn't have anything for Angmar in it, because it's not about Angmar, have a book that's just not about chaos. This one is the Tyrannic War. There you go, done. I'm really hoping that that's the model that they stick to for uh, Horus Heresy, mm. where it's just it's just like okay, this is the this is the one where the fucking Death Guard and the White Scars are duking it out. That's what this yeah. book is about. The Battle you of know? Lions Gate. You could have a whole supplement which is the Lions Gate spaceport, and it'd be White Scars blowing the shit out of Death Guard how to model all this shit here's some mm -hmm. imperial army regiments it'd be fucking brilliant sure sure yeah, and then maybe so there's good. like two fucking sheets in there they're like oh here's some special unit that was there sure. and here's the stats sure. for the characters that yeah. were in the book yeah and you're like cool cool, cool. okay but, but it's but scenarios it to... it's yeah 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 it's yeah, just it's, it's it's adding to my enrichment of the game and yeah. the game world which to be totally honest as you said previously is the thing mm. that i love yeah. and you know anyway Anyway, yeah, agreed. so we haven't even we've been talking for like an hour. Know, we right? haven't even gotten to games games played yet. Uh, it's quick for me. Nothing. No, at the moment. Nothing. No, no not with COVID. It. COVID and yeah, just it, I was meant to be playing with the Middle of Crisis boys on Tuesday, but obviously that fell through. We've rescheduled. Hopefully next Tuesday, if I'm all right, we'll see. Um, because that'll be like over there, so I'm not going to talk COVID, that's boring. And we're going to try, I'm going to teach them one page as well. I want to teach them one page 40k so we can actually wow. get some toys on the table. Well, okay, like one page, I'll take one page over that scab hammer, fucking Warhammer Armies project, <laughs> you know, that they play like, yeah, like at least, at least one page rules isn't called one page Warhammer, yeah. you know, like they put the word Warhammer on it and then they're like, oh, it's real, it's real. Cause I, like I like I go and like I buy like a Rolls Royce, like 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 decal. And I put it on my yeah, car. I do that. It's a Rolls a Royce. Royce, a Royce Rolls. 
It's a Rolls Royce now, man. Hey, fun fact. Playing... Fun little fact. I'm looking out my window here. You can't see. And again, this is bad radio. But I'm looking out over Hume, which is an area of Manchester. That's uh-huh. where Rolls Royce had their first ever factory. Ah, look there at that. Go. I just yeah. I just chose I just chose the name of a of a just chose the name of a fucking thing. Yeah. And if you ever want inspiration for Necromunda terrain, look up Hume Crescent. Hume, H-U-L-M-E, and Crescent, as in a crescent moon. And these were these post-war housing projects that were set up that were meant to be the new way of living, and they literally fell into, like, fucking gang war shit. Like, it's really bad. Where are, they, are, were they, are they brutalist, though? Oh, my God, so brutal. So And they're, they've gone now, they've been pulled down, but they were fucking <laughs> awful. I'll send you pictures. They were, like, the kind of thing where you'd get a flat, but you'd be like, whoa, another flat. So drug dealers would just knock through into different people's flats and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, like a uh, Candyman shit. Because you yeah, know yeah. what? I think that, I think that the fucking, uh, the book Candyman, because mm. it's not called Candyman, it's called something right. else. Okay, and, no. it, you know, it's Clive Barker. And yeah. it was written, it took place in the UK mm. in, in the Clive Barker version. And it's just the American version takes place in Cabrini green, which was our version of that. We had right. that, but it was called Cabrini green. I always forget he's British. I always forget that Clive Barker is British. Yeah. I, don't know. I think because the films are so Clive Barker, you know what I mean? Like when you think right. Clive Barker, you think Hellraiser, you think Bob. I always think it's British. Right. Have, you, did, have you played any games? Yes. I uh, played some fucking Necromunda and I lost. Um, we played the, the one where it's like they it's well i can't remember what they call it like mm-hmm. ambush ambush and it's like all my shit was in the middle of the table and then i had to try and get guys off the table before they were taken out of action and the more mm-hmm. guys i could get a, if i got more guys off the board than got taken out of action then i won i did not win yeah uh my opponent was playing vansar and uh, uh got three guys out of action dude okay so he's playing this new fucking guy who's like this who's like unbelievably good at hand-to-hand combat. They took mm-hmm. it, they fucking somehow were like, oh, let's make Vansar also good at hand-to-hand. <laughs> and, they, and so the way that that mission works is I put down my guys, mm-hmm. then he puts down his guys, then I get one guy or I, I get a random amount of guys that then I can place down wherever right. I want. And, um, and then he gets the first turn. He gets the first activation. He gets D3 activations. And so with his two activations he runs up uh, he tries to run up on my two biggest guys and kill them and one of them with this fucking archaeo spider borg or whatever the fuck oh, it's called yeah 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 i know what you mean i know what you mean he just, now. he just has this like a monofilament whip or mm-hmm. something and he just it's, it's 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 range three versatile so he can be three inches away from you and still hit you with it strength six right it just takes out my skimmer right my, my, my stimmer he's just like mm. fucking dome is that guy and then, so I was, so I was, in, oh, and then, and then in my activation, I still had one champion left. My other yeah. champion activates and runs up on, on his champion and a juve and, and like a fucking moron. I split my attacks. So two attacks go onto the champion and put one on the juve so I can kill the juve. And mm-hmm. of course, I fucking whiff on the goddamn champion. <laughs> and then the champion's like, oh, I retort with two plasma pistols. Pew, yeah. pew, pew. So boom, round one, two yeah. guys out. I only have six guys on the board. I'm almost done anyways. Anyway, two to three, he wins. Uh, And then I played a Battle Companies game um, of Middle Earth. I played my uh, Halls of Randall versus uh, some Serpent Horde and some Fiefdoms. And I won. Uh, I won. Yeah, It was nice. It's a fun game. I love Battle Companies. It's just such a, it's a pleasant gaming experience. Dude, it is. It's just so fun to play. It's just fun, fast, but not, 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 
it's fun and fast, but it's not lightweight, if that makes sense. No. It's like, it's yeah. like quality sushi. It's dude, like quality dude, sushi. 100 fucking percent. That is a, such yeah. a great way to put it. <laughs> like, um, it's it, you have all the fun and joking around with your friendsness of a Necromunda game. Yeah. But you can take it as seriously as a high level Warhammer game. Yeah, because yeah, you're at you're, the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's it is it's spot on. It really is, and that's why I want to do a load of spiders for it. <laughs> I love the idea of a Merkwood battle company. Spiders game. are on the way, bro. Woo! Spiders incoming. So you had a challenge for me. Oh, bro. Okay. All right. So here's what I yeah. want to do. Yeah. New segment. New segment. New segment. I want to okay. do. Okay. Here's the challenge. Yeah. You have to accept the challenge. So here's my pitch. Okay. okay. <clears throat> After listening to you and Chris talk about your high hopes that i think are unbelievably naive for uh warhammer television like <laughs> like henry cavill playing eisenhorn or some shit yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. funny because you guys are both like little kids and you're like it's gonna be great when they finally do it and i was listening <laughs> to you i was like driving and i was like i was like this is so sad they think it's gonna be good like why would it be good there's no reason why it would be good so what i want to do okay. it's not to myself i just thought Cause like we're smart guys, right? Mm. Like we could write a Warhammer movie. Holy shit, yeah. It would be really good, right? Yeah. We could write a really good Warhammer movie because we're smart guys. Mm-hmm. But what you know what would be better than writing a really good Warhammer movie? Lock. Is writing a Warhammer movie the way Hollywood would write it, <laughs> which we know will suck. Yeah, so well. Okay, so so obviously. This will be kind of a funny exercise. Yeah. I'm hoping it's funny anyway. Yeah. But I don't want to make it like intentionally funny, like, oh, full no, opens no. the door and keyboard cat is in there. Like, no jokes. Yeah. The idea is to just write a Warhammer movie. Yeah. But yeah. write it as though you are one of the writers yeah. of the Fast yeah. and the Furious. And sure. you think that that's a good movie. Okay? I've already got I already know the first scene. I already know what the scene would be when you've got See, okay, okay. So yeah. here's what I want to do. Yeah. The next time we do the episode, next time yeah. we do an episode, are you down? First of all, are you down? Yes. Okay. So for, so this is what I want to do. Yeah. The next episode, we're going to brainstorm some characters. Mm-hmm. And then one of us is going to write a scene. And then we're going to pass it to the other one to write a scene. <laughs> okay? okay. So we're just going to yeah. go back and forth, scene writing. And then as, as we're doing this, we can read our scene. Okay. On, on With voices. Camera. People can... People, no, well, I mean, we can do voices. Okay. We can do fucking. You know, I don't want to do special effects or like that. I, here's the thing: yeah. we're not gonna actually try. No, there'll be no not. try. There'll be no like, there'll be no like the Fast and the Furious. We're not actually gonna exactly. try. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like this. This is a movie. That, this is Warhammer through the lens of Jurassic World yeah. Part Six. Okay, right. which is exactly what any Warhammer media will be. It'll just be garbage. Okay. Yeah. Um. Are you down? I'm down. Right. So next set. So next. Yeah. So next episode. So kind of sketch out some ideas that you might have. Yeah. Next episode, we're gonna get together. We're gonna we're gonna make the characters and mm-hmm. we're gonna make the villains of the movie. Oh, okay. The British. The, the, I, the, right now, I think working title Warhammer the motion picture. I like that. The yeah. Mo- Warhammer 40k the motion picture. The final frontier. The final frontier. <laughs> the final frontier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> colon the the motion picture. Colon the final frontier. frontier. Perfect. Look at this. Yeah. We're geniuses. I don't know. You see, after we're done with this, Hollywood will be calling. Oh my god, it's gonna be so good. I, I, oh, I'm so really, good. I'm really excited because there's, a, there's a certain thing 
in action films, which is my favourite scene, and I'm excited to inject this into 40K. And uh, I can picture who's doing it. So it's going to be excellent. See, see, perfect. You're yeah. already see. You're in the. You're in exactly the right headspace. You've yeah. seen a million terrible action movies, right? Yeah. Do you know what I'm like, most excited you... about? I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a little spoiler here. I'm looking okay. forward to the comedy, tyrannid sidekick. That's like wow. fucking oh nah, my from Thundercats like, like, or something. It's like a, it's a little toy. <laughs> yeah. For marketing. Yeah. yeah. Like like uh. So there's gonna be an Ultramarine clearly played yeah. by Will Smith. Clearly, yeah, who will find an egg, yeah, and raise it, and it's his pet, and he'll be named like Muncher or something yeah. like that, yeah, yeah. See, oh, it's gonna be so good. Shit writes itself, yeah, shit writes itself. All right, dude, all right, okay. go go take a nap, get some rest, get yeah. over your COVID. I will, and um, we'll do this, we'll meet up again in like a week or week or so, yeah, okay? yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, keep all right, buddy, Death Guard, fight the good fight. Gas all Fuck the yeah, evil dude. fucking imperial bastards. Hell yeah, man. Fuck those yeah. guys. Oh shit. That's what we're going to talk about next time. I've actually almost finished the Siege of Terror to where it is at the moment. Oh. And yeah, dude. Yeah. We need. I, I had all big plans for this conversation. I wanted to yeah, talk right. about <coughs> Outcast Dead and all sorts of stuff, but oh, we'll, we'll get to it next time. We'll yeah, I'll do another one. We'll do a book one next time. Can't wait. Cool. Right, all right, man. Thanks, you. everybody, for listening. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs>